welcome back to Spoken Word Diaries. I'm Eloise. And I'm Lori. And today we are without Yogo. But the day that this episode does come out is Yogo's birthday. So happy birthday, Yogo. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Honestly, that version of happy birthday is better than the original. Chef's kiss, man. That <laughs> chef's kiss right there. That version of happy birthday is beautiful. Exactly. So let's talk about the big question. New Year's. First of all, Lori, how was your 2020? Girl! (laughs) 2020? Oh my God. What a piece of shit. It was so bad. 2020 is so terrible and I cannot even over. Let me say this though. I mean, I, I survived the year. I survived the entire year, so I'm grateful for that because many did not due to the pandemic. So I'm going to be extremely grateful for that. And I don't think I've been touched by the virus, so I'll be grateful for that too. But I don't know for sure because, you know, I'm young, so I probably had it in even though, but (laughs) I felt fine through these hard, hard months. I felt fine, but oof. It's been life-changing. I will never forget this year. I will explain this year to my kids, my grandkids, <laughs> and all of the above. What about you, Eloise? How was your 2020? I think I feel the same way. This year was so... I feel like I've learned to be more appreciative of things this year. Yes. I'm literally like, oh my gosh. This year was haywire on a lot of different things that we'll get into. Lori, what are like three things that were like really devastating for you this year? Well, like three terrible things, like three bad things for you this year. Three things that were super devastating. Okay. One, of course, the mask. Like at first it was cool and all. At first I'm like, okay, this could be kind of fashionable. But after a while, like I'm kind of tired of wearing a mask. Like the mask, having to wear them everywhere, not being able to go into the store without a mask. Not to say that I would ever do that, but you know, not being yeah. able to go in the store without like, oh, if you forgot your mask and that's it, you can't even go into the store. Like, that's frustrating. Like, it's like, I'm a little over it. So that's one thing that's very, like, devastating. Another thing is, of course, not being able to celebrate certain things how I normally celebrate them. Like, my birthday. Like, I couldn't even really, like, I had some friends over, but, like, not really. I couldn't even really, like, go all out, like, for my birthday like I usually like to do since there was a pandemic. And the crazy part was I literally thought that this was all going to be over by my birthday. Like, it started in March, and I'm like, okay, my birthday is July 7th. Like, there's no way we're still going to be months into a pandemic. Like, please, they're going to get it under control. Boy, was I wrong. We're a year, we're about to be a year in, and we're still having to wear masks, like, having to be extra cautious and all of that. So that's crazy. Honestly, broke my heart. And lastly, of course, my senior year. I feel like class of 2021 has it really hard. Like, I feel like we deserve the most because, yeah, class of 2020 had it hard, but at least they got to experience some of their senior year before it was completely ruined. Like, yeah, we haven't even, we didn't even have our last homecoming we haven't had our spirit weeks, like, you know, senior skip days. And, you know, the traditional senior things that you do mm-hmm. is really sad to think, like, wow, I can't do that this year at all. So, <sighs> it's making me sad. <laughs> I'm going to let you talk, Eloise. You tell me your three. Three devastating things. Um, I've become such, I was a home buddy before, but I was an extroverted home buddy. Now it's to the point where, like, I go out. But I crave coming home <laughs> again. Like, I can't right. be out too long. Like, I just feel the need to be home. And I feel like that's such a bad thing to have because it's like, I'm always going to want to be home and I'm going to let life pass me by if I'm always right. going to have this, can I just stay in my bed mentality? Yeah. That's like one thing with um, like social distancing and staying at home. But. I guess another thing is masks, but not even like wearing it because at this point, like I just got used to it to the point where it's like, now I feel insecure when I'm not wearing my mask outside. Right. It feels like, weird when you're not wearing it outside. Yeah. But like now I feel like I'm going to develop some sort of issue. Like I was at work and um, like I was drinking water. So my mask was down. 
And then like this person who works at my job, who's like semi-cute, came over and I put my mask up immediately. But my first reaction wasn't thinking like, oh, let me put my mask up because like, you know, for my health or whatever. But it's like, I don't want them to see the bottom half of my face. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. so bad. Like. Now, like, like you don't I'm, even gotta worry about if your lips chap. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so lenient now with like, like I have like I have two pimples on my cheek right now, and I don't even care. I have a bit of a stash growing in. Oh my gosh, I'm being so transparent, but like <laughs> I've been caring less, and now it's like I get so insecure with my mask. It's like often people see me, and it's like dang like your whole face isn't what i expected it <laughs> right like the top half of your face is so cute you can really get away with being like you yes. can kind of be a catfish with this mask because let me tell you i've seen some people without their mask that like i work with and i'm like wait a minute i did not know that's what your face looked like like it's like weird or like people in general, like you'll be you'll be out somewhere and somebody might pull their mask down for like a quick second and you'll be like, Wow, I thought you were cute. What is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Literally me. Like I feel like people think the same thing. Like they'll be like, Oh, like, you know, she's okay. Like her <laughs> eyes her eyes are like kinda cute, whatever. But then as soon as I take off my mask, oh, oh <laughs> girl saying Ugh, and what's like a third thing? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm really, I've really just been trying to have like a positive mindset. Like that was like since March, I was like, I'm going to have a positive mindset. But I think right. senior year, like, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm so like, I don't even care <laughs> about right. senior year <laughs> anymore. You know, like when I was a kid watching High School Musical, I was like, I can't wait to have that. Right. me and now it's like I, I we probably just it's won't like, ever have that you know yeah it's like it is what it is at this point yeah like honestly until up until now until like I actually talked about like how it's like kind of upsetting like before I really didn't even like sit down and think about it like damn like I'm really not going to be able to do yeah. the traditional senior things like you know it really hadn't like came across my mind like it was mm-hmm. just like oh well okay I can't do that this year but it's, it is what it is but now talking about it, it's like, it's a little upsetting. Like, wow, I really, like, I've waited for this for, like, 12, 13 years. And I can't even, I can't even actually, like, enjoy what exactly. most seniors get to enjoy. So, it is a little depressing, but it is what it is. It's for, it I'd is rather, right, I'd rather be healthy and virus-free than happy and enjoying so, my senior activities potentially spreading. So, you know. Yeah, definitely. I have, I brought my journal today because it wouldn't be spoken word diaries. If we without were... the diary. <laughs> without the diary. So I ordered this one, I'm sorry to cut you off, no, but no. I ordered this one question a day journal that I feel like will probably make journaling more easy for me. Like it'll, it'll ha- ask different questions. Like, like one of them I saw like a preview of and it was like, who do you need to hang out with more? Who is somebody that you need mm. to make plans? Like, it asked me different questions. Yeah. So I'm like, that'll probably help me journal better. But continue. I think, so. I think yeah, I, I, I follow like two YouTubers who have a lot of like journal prompts and I'll like pick some, you know, use them or whatever. But I've always been like a diary writer. I've always been expressing myself on paper and then reading it back. And being like, wow, I'm petty. Like, <laughs> the way I be talking about people, like, oh my gosh, like, I can't stand them. And it's like, I think it's so healthy in a sense because I'll be realizing things about myself that I don't realize in the moment, you know? Like, I will think I'm like the nicest person. And then I go back and read something. And it was like, wow, I was so angry. Like, right. I could be capable of damage if I wanted to. <laughs> right. Like, so it's just, I, I love journaling and I really do recommend it to people, but I don't mean like, you don't have to have, like, I know journaling became this big thing. I think last year or this year or whatever, people mm-hmm. like putting little stickers, pictures with their friends. And it's more like an aesthetic really. You know, more, make, right. Yeah, yeah. Like to make it this whole big thing. But 
man, I've been writing, I've been writing the same like rusty, dusty pen <laughs> in my diary since I was like eight years old. And I think it's just really helpful. And I think like everyone should do it. It doesn't have to be a whole, it doesn't have to be a fashion show. It is not a magazine. You do not need to go printing out photos like the lanes people go through just the journal and be like my journal 2021 like girl it's like everything else like they turn everything into an aesthetic like like that's what i'm saying like okay i i think we're both pretty like aesthetic type people you know right um and i i won't lie like i've done i've done certain things to like fit into an aesthetic that i think attributes to my personality but mm -hmm. I don't like it when people like overdo it like you know it's the it's to the point where it's like they won't do this because that doesn't fit their aesthetic or they'll go out and do that when like they probably don't even enjoy it why right. because like it fits their aesthetic like if you got to compromise for it it's not your aesthetic that exactly i was about to say that was my next point after you were finished talking i was gonna say then that must mean that's not your aesthetic like if, if it's something that you gotta force in there like if you want to have this like journalism nature down to earth like realist aesthetic and you don't actually like to journal or you exactly. don't want to journal or you probably don't even use the journal then don't that's not your aesthetic like you everybody has their own unique aesthetic like some people don't really have their own like, like they just follow other ones but like it's fine what's yours like what do you like to do like if that's playing a video game then maybe you have a video game aesthetic i don't know how you can make that an aesthetic but do what you do like <laughs> like really don't be forcing it i give it to me bro because i see it all the time i give it to me and people will be forcing it so much they're just like it doesn't even flow naturally like <sighs> either way going back to this journal i guess i'll read like Oh, <laughs> my, okay. The pandemic started in March. So mm -hmm. January, I was so optimistic. <sighs> Little did she know. All right. Right. I'll read my entry. Well, I'll like paraphrase it in a sense. Okay. Um, January. My year started in New York at a party with people I didn't even know. Uh, clutching onto my red solo cup filled with an eggnog rum sort of thing i contemplated so much um i have a year of change ahead of me i thought i want to count the clock down but the feel what some what did... <laughs> oh I, I watched the clock count down but i still felt the same um yeah i did i started 2020 i was in new york um, I was visiting people and I went to this New Year's party like on the very outskirts of New York, almost New Jersey at this point. Mm -hmm. But I only knew like one person. And I remember feeling so like, it felt so anticlimactic for me when the clock right. changed because it's like, you know, I'm with a bunch of people that I don't even know. Mm -hmm. you know like my parents were texting me because they were they're still in atlanta well here they texted me happy new year boo -boo, all that stuff and i was just like i was just shaking my head like wow this was so anticlimactic right. but i went to bed that night and the next day i flew home and i was like okay shoot like this is this is real like this is this is a new year this is chance to be a new me like like, I'm so ready for change. This year's going to be amazing. 2020, 2020 vision. Like, don't play yep. with me. This is going to be my year. Um, no, but. <laughs> no, not at all. But. <laughs> no, but I loved how optimistic I was. That was cute. It was cute. <laughs> it was very cute. I think what really, like, changed my mindset was my birthday. My birthday mm -hmm. is in the end of January, for anyone listening, January 26th. <laughs> um, um, I had this party, Lori, you were here. And I think, I think around that time was the time where I felt like, oh my gosh, like things are changing. I'm, I'm not 16 anymore. 
I'm not, you know, I'm not early Disney Channel. No, I'm 17 now, you know, 17. the rogue age. Seven, sexy 17. Sexy 17. Not sweet 16. Sexy 17. Period. So I think that's when I was like, yeah, I was like, this, I'm going to change so much this year. And I loved my optimism, but like looking back, it was kind of all pointless because I feel like I'm still the same. I'm not the same person, but I've humbled myself down a little bit and I don't know. Like I'm not so much of a, not try hard, but just, you know, trying to be something that I'm not in a sense. Yeah. More you, more yeah. like, more get it. I definitely get it. My new year was pretty boring last year. Like, honestly, I was at my dad's house and he has a wife. And so like, um, I have like six step siblings and I was all of, I was basically there with all the younger ones. Um, the older ones that I usually hang out with, weren't there they were all at their friend's house having fun partying and hearing him with all these little kids and my dad and his wife not to say that i don't love them and i don't love hanging out with them but i'm like dude like this is not a fun new year so sat on the couch we watched the ball drop and we watched the new year's and yay i'm new year and i was like oh, okay it's a new year well what to do i don't know i wasn't that excited about 2020 but at the same time i was also complaining about 2019 and little did i know 2019 <laughs> i'll take you back any day i'm sorry i should never have complained about you because 2020 i had no idea like really i was like okay like i part of me was excited for a new year like i'm always excited for a new year but at the same time i'm like oh, it's a new year same thing but at the same time, I feel like I need to be more grateful about that. Like, this year, I'll definitely be grateful about a new year. Definitely. Yeah. So, my new year was pretty boring. So was mine. It's so weird. Both of our, like, new years were anticlimactic. We yeah, just wanted very. to change. But, like, when the change happened, it was like, oh. Yeah, it was like, huh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very exciting. It was like, all right, then. It's always been weird though when it's a new year and you're so used to writing like the previous year at the top of your papers for like your classwork. So, like yeah. having to get used to write a new year, it's always so weird. I think that that's a funny thing. Me out. Trying to turn the nine into a zero. <laughs> yes, literally. It literally takes some getting used to. It really does, and it's so weird. It is. <sighs> at this point i gave up on putting the year when i write the day i just put the day in the month yeah. they know what year it is hopefully uh i had started this thing if we were in school i'd probably still be doing it but i used to get points taken off certain teachers would do too much about it i used to like i not i used to for the longest even in 11th grade i was like writing just flory i wouldn't write my last name like <laughs> on any of my papers at all like, unless it was, like, an essay I had to turn into somebody, then I'd write my first last name. Like, if it was something I had to type up, I'd write my first last name. But if it was just, like, a class worksheet, I'd just put L'Oreal. I don't know why I was, like, always doing that. <laughs> I probably still would be doing that if we were in school. But I just, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm the only L'Oreal in the school. I don't see a point in putting my last name. But then some teachers would take points off, so I was forced to put my last name, or at least my initials. Yeah, they really would take the points off for me not putting my last name. You, like... How many L'Oreal's are in the class? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I could see if I was like a Jasmine or a, I don't know, like a, a name that's common or something. Yeah. And it was like multiple of us. But I'm L'Oreal. Like, I don't know any other L'Oreal at Tucker. So I don't find the point in putting my last name. But some teachers are like, no, you need to get in the habit of doing that. It's not that I'm, it's, it's not that I couldn't do it. Like, I can do it. I just chose not to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> Save time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I wrote my last name. Yep. And it was just a force of habit, actually. I don't think I even needed to write my last name either. Like, how many Eloises are you going to find at Tucker? Not many. Not many. I don't think any. No. Yeah, I don't think any at all, actually. You're not going to find any. Which is funny for listeners, actually, all three of us have like really unique first. Very <laughs> unique names. Very. I just realized that too. Yoko, Eloise, and L'Oreal. Very unique. 
Our parents ate that. They, they ate really that. did. <laughs> That's funny. Like we even our last names, they aren't common either. It's not yeah. like we have Jones or something like no. Or Thompson or Tom Yeah. No. Or Williams. Those are all very common last names. <laughs> yeah. But we got Abdullah Marseille. See, I said it right. And then Zhu. I hope I said Yoko's last name. Zhu? Zhu? Is it Zhu or Zhu? I've been saying Zhu, but I just found out that it's Zhu. But I don't know how to... I don't want to mispronounce it. Well, we all have very... When they look at our applications, they're like, oh, foreigners. Foreigners. <laughs> they're like, oh, she's a foreigner. I promise you, I bet nine times out of ten... Anybody that ever sees my first and last name on a college application, I bet money they think I'm a Muslim. I promise you. <laughs> I know for sure they think I'm a Muslim. I feel like Eloise and Yoko's names are pretty obviously, okay, like she's Asian, she's French. But mine, they they know, they're like, she's Muslim. And then they see me and they're like, wait a minute. This little black girl. <laughs> I mean, my, my, dad's, my dad's family, they're Muslims, but I'm not. So You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like, maybe she just doesn't wear a hijab. She's definitely still a Muslim. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> I'm not. Meanwhile, me, not. it's like, wait, I thought she was French. Why is she? Right. Why is she? They're expecting to see a white girl. <laughs> right. They're expecting to see a white girl. <laughs> wait a minute. You're Eloise? What? That French ass name? I was expecting <laughs> to see a little white girl with blonde hair. <laughs> Bye. I went to the I went to Publix on Sunday, and I was looking like I was dressed. No, I was dressed a certain way, and um, like I had a hoodie on. I was looking kind of suspect actually. Now that I'm looking back on it, but either way, I was at Publix and like I need to find pine nuts, but they weren't in the nuts section, so. If you work at Publix, why aren't pine nuts in the nut section? You should let us know. Like, why are they in foreign foods? I'd love to know. But wow. um, I went, there was this man, he was stocking stuff. He was working there and, you know, like kind of a middle-aged white man. He looked kind of annoyed, I guess. So Because you and your pine nuts? No, like, he just seemed annoyed. Like, he was stalking something, and, like, something wasn't working. But I need, um, I need help finding the pine nuts. So <laughs> I went ahead. I went over and asked him. Uh, I, <laughs> I said it so quietly. I was like, um, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. He turns around. He looks so pissed. Like, I was, like, disturbing him. I felt so bad because, like, <laughs> I felt that, you know, like you're doing something, someone's asking you for help and you're just like, yes. like, it's your job, but like, it still doesn't change the fact that you're pissed. Right. So I go over to him. I'm like, do you know where um, pine nuts are? And I said it in the softest, mo most Caucasian voice I could possibly pull off. Like... <laughs> And I'm not seeing, I'm not even saying that like voices have like, you know, a certain ethnicity tied to them because they don't. But right. Like, but I know what you mean. You know what I mean. I know what you mean because I do it like every day in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so I know exactly what you mean. So I was like, do you know where pine nuts are? And I swear, I saw this man's face soften. Like, it just, he was like, yeah, of course. And he takes me all the way to it. He grabs it off the shelf for me. Are these good? I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. He's like, do you need help with anything else? I was like, no, that's it. Thank you so much. And <laughs> I went to check out. So crazy. Like I, like when he turned around, he seemed so pissed. He looked me up and down. I pulled out that, <clears throat> do you know where pine nuts are? He's like, thank God she doesn't talk like a nigga. <laughs> That's what he was thinking. I bet money. He's like, oh, okay. This one speaks proper English. Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how uh, he's looking the, at it. A proper English one. Another one of them well-raised, good education ones. I'm telling you, oh bro. Oh, my God. 
I'm telling you, I had a man come up, like, I'm telling you, I put on his whole voice. And one time this black man came up to the window and he heard me taking the next person's order. And he's like looking all in the window, thinking he going to see a white girl. And he sees a black girl. So he tells my coworker, I thought she was white. I was aware. That was so hilarious. He's like, I thought she was white. He said, like, a white girl. No, I just know how to cut it on and off. And the crazy part is, like, living in this country, being black, like, you have to know how to do that. Like, yeah. unfortunately, some people may be like, no, like, I don't got to do that. I, don't, I shouldn't have to change my voice, which I agree. You shouldn't. You should, we shouldn't have to change our voices for people, like, to think that we're smart or we're, like, not ghetto or, like, ratchet or rude or anything. But it's sad to say you got to learn how to do that. You got to know how to do that in this country. Really it's is. true. And it's also not fair because... Quite frankly, African-American vernacular is so popular on social media. People saying sis, people saying period, people's like, it's so popular. But when it comes to being out in the real like world, it's like, oh no, she's ghetto. She's, she's, she's uneducated, you know, like exactly. It's this double standard doesn't. So double standard. (laughs) I just hate it here. here. I I really do, but like my voice, I don't I don't. <laughs> my voice is constantly like this. Like I can't, unlike you, Laura, I can't go off and on because I just uh, I sound girl. Like, it's like I gotta switch. <laughs> like when I'm around my people or around my like yes, when I'm around my people, my casual friends. Like I wouldn't say that I'm extremely like country or ghetto. But I would say I'm a little country. Like, I'm a little, like, I talk, like, if right now, if you're listening to this podcast, you can tell that I'm black. But, like, but I'm telling you, at work, on an interview, at a, on an application, on anything, like, on classes, no, totally different person. I sound like a totally different human being. It's like a switch. Or when I'm ordering something or I'm at the store or I'm talking to somebody that I need help, like, somebody in customer service, like, my mom hates it. If we pull up to a fast food place and I order, she hates the voice I put on. Like she literally hates it so much. She's like, why, why do you talk like that? Cause I be like talking so soft and like nice in this high pitched voice and she hates it. I'd be like, um, like I can't even do it. I'm like, I just be so soft. I'm like, um, yes, can I get a like I'm so soft and chill and she hears on my head. She's like, Why do you do that? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to sound like rude or anything. But it's crazy. I shouldn't feel like my normal accent or how I normally talk is like giving off rude vibes. Like, it isn't. But like, that's just how I talk, man. Like, I shouldn't be, you know? It's crazy, man. Being black in America. Right. I could write a book on it. Really, you really could. <laughs> really so many could. people already have, though. Like, it, but know? there will never be enough. Like Never. there's so yeah, many no. things. Yeah, there's so many things. I think the only time my voice sounds different is when I'm speaking French. But <clears throat> besides that, I I can well no, my voice goes higher if I'm talking like you know trying to seem more, even more, <clears throat> quote unquote Caucasian. But mm-hmm. besides that, it's pretty constant. Oh, Lori, are you going to go back to school the hybrid way mm. in January? I do not plan on it. I really don't. If I'm being completely honest, I don't plan on it. I'd have to, it takes some serious convincing because I don't plan on it at all. I just don't think that's smart. And not just because I'm living my best life at home, because let me be honest with you, I'm not, virtual learning, I'm not doing like very well with it. Like my grades are good, yeah, but I will not lie and say it's been like perfect and it's been so easy because it hasn't. Like I'd much rather prefer learning in person. Like I feel like I know I do better learning in person. But I just don't think it's safe. Like I just don't think it's smart. I don't think it's safe. Personally, I'm not going to call out what county we are in, but if you know, you know. And our county is just not, I just don't feel like they're organized enough and I know. I just feel like they don't got it together enough. They don't even have all the details enough for them to even convince me to come back to school. Like, no. Really they can't even keep soap in our bathroom. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> like, exactly. No. 
As a matter of fact, I have some issues with our county. I'm not gonna say the name because dare they ever listen to this and whatever. But I have a few issues with our county. First of all, mm-hmm. we're taking our finals like as soon as we get back to school. Most people have taken their finals, you know, when school ends in December. Us, we are taking them in January. Mm-hmm. And I've already forgotten half of the things <clears throat> that I learned. Me too. I haven't studied for shit. I really need to do some homework tomorrow. <laughs> Me too. I started today and I realized that I'm way in over my head. Like, I really have to brush up on, like, so many units. But the fact that we're taking our finals in, like, January has penalized so penalized penalized penal penalized penal okay (laughs) so many seniors like applying early action early decision to schools why because schools will ask for mid-year reports you know Mm -hmm. so that they can give you results by december by january and we can't even give those results because we haven't taken our finals so they're messing things up for some seniors. Like, they are. How was that smart? Why was that a good idea? I don't I don't know why they did it like that. I don't know. And us having freaking seven periods when we... Oh, my gosh. In one day, bro. Like, I cannot do... Like, I don't even remember what life was like going... Into, like, I do, but it's just like... I can't believe I really used to have to go to seven classes a day. Right? Like... It's, it's like kind of weird now. Like, dude, I really had to go to seven classes. Some days we'd have block days and it'd only be four or three, but still like dog on other days, seven classes. No, that's overwhelming. And then seven different teachers to do seven different assignments, more than seven, really different assignments for seven different people. Like, no, I feel like in virtual school, they really forgot. Like, dude, I have six other teachers besides you. Like, you know how this work? As if it's going to get done on time, please. I'm sorry. If you're my teacher listening to this, you're like, oh, really? <laughs> but yeah, it's true. Like, just think about it. I just feel like sometimes I do put them. I feel like some teachers have done a good job of being understanding. I really do. Like, some yeah. teachers really have done a great job of being understanding. Mm-hmm. But some have not at all. It's like, dude, did you forget that I got six other classes? Like, no. And did you forget that the world is falling apart, especially when election the election was still, like, going on and stuff? No. It's too much. It's ridiculous. We had, like, I don't know what's healthy about having seven classes in one day. Like, even from the standpoint of, like, last year when we were in school, I remember I'd be so tired by six period, seven period. I'm falling asleep. And uh, no, I don't want to hear teachers being like, well, you should go to bed earlier or you should. No, <laughs> because you exactly give all you this even work. You what I got to do. Like, I might have had to go to work the night before. Like. Exactly. I didn't even have a job then. But, like, I had other things going on. I had dance. I had my viola lessons. I had orchestra at some point. Like, I had other things going on. Like, you want us to, you know, colleges want us to be more than just academic machines. They want us to have all these extracurriculars. But we don't have time to do them if... Like, you want us to go to bed earlier so that we can stay awake the entire day. But can we even stay awake the entire day? Like, seven hours of just class after class after class after class after class. Mm. It's just so worked bad. We're overworked. (laughs) We're overworked. I'm sorry. And anything online school has taught us is that, like, the schedule that they had for us prior really was... At least it was effective for me. Like, I felt like I wasn't being, like, I wasn't drained, you know, constantly from learning all the time. Because we'd have, like, two, three classes a day with a nice little break. And, yeah, like, the schoolwork was OD, but it was, like, at least I wasn't, like, feeling like, like, it was so much learning. Did I have a hard time paying attention in class? Yeah, it's online, but still, like, but now you want us to be online with seven classes? Right. That's just, oh, uh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do it. No. No. <laughs> I can't. I literally can't do it. I enjoy being able to end my day earlier so much. 
me like to... no now you're telling me my day got to start off early and end up in in later for school no oh my i was enjoying sleeping in i was enjoying getting off at like 1 50 almost two o'clock and the thing is like now people have gotten used to that and comfortable to that so now people who may work now their schedules may be set to that yep. now people got to change, change their my availability <laughs> me too i do too i literally do too if i'm not gonna get out of class till about 3 10 now i can go to work till about four that's mm-hmm. less money oh. <laughs> hey get on my nerves why we don't need to go to seven class of the year. why and it's, exactly and it's not like we're starting off like a fresh semester like this no the semester doesn't even end like like the second week of january like what the heck <laughs> what is y'all got going on I'm just, I can't. They, they upsetting me and my homegirls. They really no are. No sense. No sense at all. Without any sort of warning either. The way I found out about this was low-key kind of ghetto. Like, they, they barely communicate, for one. And then they pull this junk off. And it's like, oh, because people are feeling, failing. People are going to fail even more with this. Exactly. Like, so you're telling me school starts at eight. So now I gotta start waking up at like seven fifty-five to yes. do seven classes to end online. Bye. Catch me sleep. <laughs> Cause they wilding out. They are. Just for me to try to get to work at like three thirty. Still coming back home the same late time, and then do the schoolwork on top of that. No, that's too much, man. So I get, I literally get home from work at like 10. Now I have to do my homework at like 10 on to like 11 to wake up at like 7. Exactly. That's too much. I be getting home at like 10.30. Sometimes, some nights it'll be 11 o'clock. Like I get home pretty late when I have to work. And now like, what? I hate them. I don't hate them, but they just really get on my nerves. Like I have, I have a bone to pick with them. I really do. Me too. Between the finals being like in the second week of Jan- in the second week of January. Like, I can't believe that either. That's really going to destroy some people. Like, why are they doing this? To us? <laughs> why specifically me? It's going to destroy me. Like that means I got to make sure I basically need to have all A's in order for me to pass. Like everything without a C like what the heck this is too much what on earth I gotta reteach myself everything like the day before school starts why why couldn't you let us close like end the semester you know that way we can go into the new year new chapter new no we're bringing old stuff into the new year exactly unbelievable and yeah, the same thing with like no soap. Like, how are, how are we going to socially distance at, distance at school in our hallways with like mad students? You tell me. How are you going to protect exactly. the health of some of our old, old teachers? You tell me. Like, our desk going to be wiped down after every class? Like, you know. And the thing is, it's not going to be consistent. Like, it may be okay for a week or so, and it's not going to be consistent. It's really not. And on top of that, like you said, we, our school, if you go to our school, you know this. Our school is so overpopulated. There's so many kids there. Like, it's so many to the point where we be all up on each other when we're walking up the steps. Like, Mm -hmm. we're so bunched in together. It's so many kids. Like, literally, I, I can imagine it right now. Like, Whenever I'm walking down, um, I don't know what that main stairwell is called, but the main stairwell with the big windows and it's by yeah. the office kind of and the counselor's office. Whenever I'm walking down that and I like look ahead, like it's just all you see is like a sea of children. Like it's <laughs> so many kids. That's all you That's see is a is. sea of people. It like has to be like a thousand plus kids in that school it's so it's so packed so it's like that just doesn't make sense to me like they're saying oh we're gonna ease them in like first this grade we'll go back first that grade then that grade it doesn't matter by at some point we're gonna all be in the school building together and it's Mm -hmm. like why (laughs) why 
What sense does that make? And everybody, you think high schoolers are mature enough to like keep their mask on and not play and all that? No, everybody is not going to keep their fucking mask on. I can guarantee you that. Exactly. People are going to play around. They're going to take their mask off. They're going to think it's a joke. Like, no. Not like you're over here thinking that everyone's just going to be like, you know, following the rules. People could barely follow the rules when there barely were any. How do you think people are going to follow the rules now when the things are stricter? You know, like that doesn't exactly that doesn't even make any sense. Shoot, think of people's political beliefs. Some people still don't even believe COVID's a real thing. You exactly think everyone's going to be over here socially distancing, wearing masks, and washing their hands frequently. No. Exactly. Some people, honestly, they are, I hate to say, like, they're diehard Republicans. Their family might be diehard Republicans. And not to say that all Republicans don't um, don't believe in COVID, but most of them don't believe in COVID. So it's like, they might feel like, no, I don't need to wear my mask. Like, my mom and my daddy said that it's against our political views. Not And COVID shouldn't be political. That's just my personal opinion. It shouldn't be political, but that's how it is. Like, yeah. so what are we going to do then? Like... To be transparent, 2020 versus love life. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have struggled with, well, I know I've struggled this year. Right. Oh. <laughs> 2020 versus love life. I know it has been, for some people, it's probably been like, like if you're like grown and you live together and stuff, it probably might it might have been good to be in a house. You know, a lot of babies got made this year, so you know you probably had some fun. But me personally, my love life, uh, it kind of it's kind of shitty. Just like this year, like it was just not all that. It's just not that good. I mean, <laughs> like the beginning of the year, I started like you know kind of. I literally, I think me and my ex-boyfriend literally broke up on, like, New Year's Day. Like, so I started the year fresh, I guess, to say not the boyfriend, but we were still very much on and off a lot. And um, we didn't really get to see each other that much, given the pandemic, and we both just had very busy lives. So, you know, that just slowly died down, and I went and dated other people. I mean, like, ugh. My love life is is just uh, it was just a mess this year. I think it was it was like this year, just a big old mess. Like a lot of yeah, it just wasn't that good. <laughs> what about you? Like, oh my gosh. Uh, okay, I went into twenty twenty with a boyfriend, and then that ended like in February on Valentine's Day actually but um Mm. oh my gosh like I feel like for me it's been so hard to like meet new people this year because I've just been in my house or I've been like at work right (laughs) so it's like how like how do I meet new people unless like I'm talking to people that like I already knew which I'm never really like I don't know like I'm not a big fan of that like I some people will be like yeah no like I could totally get in a relationship with um someone that I was friends with for a while I don't know why that just doesn't really like work out for me I don't know right yeah no I mean it could be hard like you don't want to ruin um a great friendship wide involving feelings i feel like i like i had a great friendship with somebody and it got kind of i want to say it's ruined because like we still kind of talk here and there now but it's just like it got really awkward when things ended like yeah it just wasn't the same anymore exactly like it's just you know then you know so much about like that person and then how are you gonna start like a whole new different kind of relationship if you still have this like sort of history Right. You know, like, or I think I saw this on someone's story. I don't remember who, but I remember reading it. It was like, I think she asked, when you get into a new relationship with an ex, is it still the same? Like, is it still the same history or are you like freshly brand new or whatever? Yeah, that's a um, good question. Um, 
I mean, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it really depends on the person. Like if you're someone who holds on to grudges or like you, you know, you remember stuff, like things will come back up if ever there's a conflict again, you know? Right. I, I think to me personally, it's never really like something new because in the back of your mind, you'll still remember those things of like, oh, they did this or they were like this or such and such. So I don't, I of course, say yeah. it's always like fresh, like, the relationship might be like, you know, in a sense, fresh, but I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. no, I get that. And then, too, like, as a person that's personally like experienced that, like, I have an ex, if you know, you know, I am like, we've been on and off. I cannot make this shit up. In February, it'll probably be seven years. We've been on and off since we were in sixth grade, y'all. So, about, yeah, about six or seven years. And, like, dude, like, it's like, every time we've given it a good chart a, a shot like so many times and it's like he's done a lot of things in the past that are just like I can't forget even if he is more of course more mature now older now like you know wanting to do right it's hard to let that go because it's like it's hard to think like you know what's stopping you from doing it again even if somebody's changed because it's kind of hard like it's my ex I know him and I want to start off on a clean, fresh slate with him, but I can see how it can be difficult to, to, um, to still be thinking about what's happened in the past or, you know, the history there. So personally, I know that I'm, I tend to like old things. I won't let them go. Sometimes (laughs) I tend to kind of hold a grudge, like, you know. Which yeah. I feel bad sometimes. But it's like, you know, if you've been hurt a lot, you know, who can blame you? You're going to be a little yeah, defensive. I'm the same way. Like, I, I don't forget. I might forgive, but I don't ever forget. Like, I just, right. like, that sits in the back of my mind. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen to me again. So, yeah, I think it's the same way with, like, friendships going on to relationships. Because, like, you know, you have that history of being friends. It's like right. how, I mean, a friendship is still a relationship, whether people say it or not. Like, it's still... It's, you know, it's not that type of relationship, but it's still a relationship with someone just in a different way. And now, like, you're just turning it a notch onto something else. Like, there's still the history. There's still the baggage with that person. And if you're going to know them, like, you know, if you know them on a personal level, like, you know, things just change. And I don't definitely I don't really vibe with that. So I'm always like, not always. I'm not, I'm not seeking love. Well, I don't know. These romance movies have been having me feel a certain Girl, way. these romance movies have really been having me cut up. Like, I've really been my lover, girl. I'm a cancer, y'all. Yes, I blame everything on my sign. So, like, anyways, these movies, like, I'm always a lover girl at heart. But they have had me on 10. Oh, my goodness. Like, I've really been wanting these fairy tale movie love, like, if you haven't seen After or After We Collided, I highly suggest it. Please watch it. It's so good. <laughs> but, like, if, you, if you've seen it, Tessa and Harmony, I feel like they're toxic, but I love it. I'm like, oh, I want that to be my life. <laughs> it's really been. Then I binge watched the To All the Boys I Love Before series, and, like, oh, I'm like, oh, I want a Peter Kavinsky in my life. Please, Lord. So, I need to stop. This is my problem. I got to stop watching these movies. But that's like my favorite genre. That's literally my favorite genre. Like, oh, I can't. Like, I, I'm so on and off. I'm like hot and cold. Like, I can be so quote unquote heartless. And you know, some people will say like, that's the Aquarius way. Either way, I'll be heartless sometimes. I'll be like, oh, feelings. Like, I don't know what those are. And then I'll watch movies like Guernsey and the Potato Peel Society or One Day or um mm-hmm. me before you oh my gosh go watch me before you it's such a i feel like i've seen me before you but i have to look at it again to make sure i love that movie that movie had me feel or before before we go oh my gosh like i have i have a list i have a list i'll watch Girl, movies like this and the hopeless romantic in me she comes out to play like, I will be sitting in my room, like, literally staring at a candle burning. Like, why can't I find love like this? Exactly. Like, Me too. What in the world? It's <laughs> okay, Elsa. Someone's like, out there for us. I'll be like, <laughs> what is this generation? 
like, like I, I can't, can't like, like why isn't no like why isn't love in our generation like this like why is it so exactly <laughs> why is it not like that and i'll be so emotional and like when quarantine really started oh boy i had the movies on deck like i was just watching them and watching them and watching them almost mm-hmm. almost got back with my ex like that and i was just no no we're not doing right. that we're not doing that so yeah i just like i like seeking new people i think mostly because like i watch movies like this where two new people meet and all of a sudden like you know it's this romantic story and i'm such a hopeless romantic and it's ugh, terrible but ugh. Such is life. We'll get through it. We do have someone out there for we us. We got it. Somebody is out there for us. I believe it. I do believe in soulmates. Like I do too. I believe in soulmates. People might be like, that's not a thing. Like people No, I believe in soulmates. And me too. <laughs> I definitely believe in too. But I think we're gonna wrap up the pod right here. Alrighty. Thank you guys for listening to me and Lori just chatting on about 2020, the future, mm-hmm. lots of things. Um, once again, happy birthday, Yoko. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was for you, Yoko. We love you. We love hope you. that 18 is going to be a splendid year for you. 18 dancing queen right and make sure you vote now but i, I know you are actually. going to oh she did already yeah Period. she did yesterday per as you should so ugh, i wish i wish i could go vote but that's another that's another episode another day thanks for listening to spoken word diaries i'm eloise i'm maury and until the next episode guys Bye. Adios.